You're listening to The Breakaway Breakdown, the bi-weekly podcast featuring breakaway roping's top talents from the professional level down to the amateurs, news, and more. We're going to be covering the fastest sport on dirt. I'm your host, Caitlin Gustav. This episode is brought to you by Equinity. Stay tuned for the commercial break to learn more. Iowa, Louisiana's Josie Connor, at the age of 18, has already racked in so much in earnings just in the breakaway roping event. And today, you're going to get to listen to this young talent on the Breakaway Breakdown podcast. Josie Connor just finished up at the WPRA World Finals in Waco, Texas, and closed out her year with a WPRA World Champion breakaway roping title. Though at a young age, she didn't get to run at the big rodeos like a a lot of the other competitors due to her age, but now she's already got points and money racked up for the 2022 PRCA WPRA World Standings in the breakaway roping. She's had stellar performances pretty much everywhere she's went. She's a name you do not want to forget. And today... On this episode of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, Josie is telling you all about her successes, her losses, her family, her great horse Tonka, her upbringing, what she likes to do in the practice pen, and how she breaks down her practices, and what you can learn from her and other coaches on BreakawayRoping.com. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and here is Josie Connor. Josie, welcome to the Breakaway Breakdown podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you just came off of a pretty high weekend at the WPRA World Finals in Waco. Can you kind of tell me about that? You just won a world title, and you just recently turned 18 in the beginning of October. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I actually had a little bit of tough luck at the WPRA Finals in the average. I had a calf turn back on my second one, but I placed in two rounds. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I got some round money, and that and that's good. Um, that that counts to the twenty twenty two world standings, and I'm trying to get into some of the um, big rodeos because my birthday fell at a pretty bad time, <laughs> the day after the twenty twenty two season starts. And so, you know, it was pretty cool to win the the WPRA um, title. I actually so when we first bought it, so I was seventeen when I when I bought my WPRA membership mm-hmm. and I didn't buy it till January and the season starts in October. So I actually missed three months of ropings that I was already going to and competing at, but they didn't count to the standings. So I really should have had more money won in the standings. Oh man. I know it. we didn't, we didn't know. We kind of didn't really look into it and we should have, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess it all worked out in the long run. Yeah, I was going to say, um, the last updated standings were on the 14th of this month, and you have over $39,000 won, and Kelsey Chase Domer has 31000 So, despite having a late start to your season, I would say you had a pretty successful season. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, what, you know, and I know people probably have a lot of questions because you, you can still win world titles in... Um, you know, the regular WPRA breakaway roping standings. And then now there's a whole nother uh, world title. Um, What are kind of your thoughts on that? Do you feel like, like after this year, like 
you can say, yeah, I am a world champion. Like I won my, I won the year end. I'm a world champion. Or is that different now since there is the national finals of breakaway roping? Well, to be honest with you, I don't really know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The WPRA, when they put out their press release this week, you know, Mm -hmm. they said that like Larry won the world title in the heading. And I think Whitney won the world title in the healing. But when they listed all those, the all around, I think Mm -hmm. Kelsey won it. And then they had a separate like paragraph, and it was me, mm-hmm. and so I was a, I was considered a junior roping member because I bought my um, card when I was 17, seventeen, not eighteen. And they called it the national circuit standings leader. So I yeah. don't really know, honestly. Yeah, um, I definitely think that whoever wins the the breakaway in Vegas will mm-hmm. be the world champ. But I mean, I don't know if we're having two world champs or yeah. or how that works. But yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's definitely something we're going to have to dive into because I know there's going to be a lot, a lot of questions on that. But I'm glad to get your take on it as well. Yes, ma'am. So now at such a young age and you have... I mean, you've been pretty successful this year in the WPRA and the WCRA, WRWC, you know, what's, what's the, what's the kicker? How, like, how are you being so successful in the breakaway? Um, I definitely think a lot of it has to do with the horse that I ride, Mm -hmm. Tonka, his name is Tonka. Um, I've been riding him, I've had him for over two years and I think, Honestly, in the past four months that we've been going, I really almost can hardly fault him. He's mm-hmm. been really, really good for me. Actually, he won um, Outstanding Horse of the WPRA this weekend, so I was pretty happy about that. He won a, a really nice um, a halter, and it had a, a, a buckle on the front of the halter. Like, it was really oh, cool. cool. I've never seen anything like it. And so I was pretty pumped about that because I, if you know me at all on a personal level, you know how much I love that horse mm-hmm. and how much it means to our family. But... um you know, my dad helps me a lot. I think being at home, getting to practice, you know, making practice runs has also helped that a lot. And, you know, just having a um, a team of people behind you, like, because you can't do it all by yourself. No. And sometimes you have questions or sometimes you need help with the little things. And it always, it always helps to have someone's outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I obviously I want to dive deeper into you, like into your breakaway roping, into your horsepower. But what we haven't done yet is formerly... Uh, introduce and figure out who Josie Connor is on this podcast for people that might not know you that are going to be listening. So kind of what is your background, you know, getting into breakaway roping and um, just your upbringing? Yes, ma'am. I'm an 18 year old senior mm-hmm. in high school. Um, I'm from Iowa, Louisiana, born and raised. Um, my dad is Jay, Jay Connor. My mom's Wendy Connor. My dad's tied on ropes for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of lessons and moves horses and stuff over here now, but I'm a breakaway roper. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been really focusing on breakaway roping probably the last three years. And um, I've definitely seen a huge jump Mm -hmm. and all of that. But it's kind of cool because I kind of feel like I've grown with the sport. You know, I was at the first ever American. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to every WCRA except maybe Green Green Bay in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Love those. They do a great job for us. But Yes, ma'am. Just kind of, that's it, I think. (laughs) Yeah, and you have a great family, too, because they, I mean, just from the outside looking in, I know that your mom and dad definitely support you in all that you do and are just behind you 100% of the way, which is definitely something that I feel like everyone should have in their life. 
Oh, they're, they're huge. They're, you know, I can't, I can't ever thank them enough for all that they've done. You know, very, um, I think they're very influential in my life and mm-hmm. especially my success, you know, in and out of the arena. My dad, a lot of people recognize my dad more because he's down in the arena and, you know, mm-hmm. he helps pretty much everybody. And um, he's kind of like, he likes to break it down pretty good. He likes to watch videos and him and I, um, we have a pretty good relationship. And so anything that he says, like anything, he's like, hey, we need to do this. Like I can usually pick it up pretty easily just the way of our relationship. But my mom, she's great too. She, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's in the stands, but she's very involved with the horses. Uh, she really likes to, she always makes sure Tonka's eating right. Or mm-hmm. he, she's like, oh my gosh, she lost two pounds. We got to do this <laughs> or that. You know, she's like a fanatic about it, but you know, I definitely, definitely couldn't do it without them. Yeah, definitely. And especially your mom. I totally get that because I remember uh, when we were all at Larry D's house um, during the Texas high school finals and you guys were staying out there. Your mom was out with the horses every day, making sure they were taken care of, bathed, their feet were good, got their soft rides on. Like she was, oh, she was definitely it, taking care it. of them. No, that's awesome. And you also, which I know a lot of us in the industry know this, um, and like I said, people listening might not, you are kind of fortunate too because you had Hope Thompson living at your guys' house when you were young. Kind of talk about that relationship because Hope's obviously an ex-time world champion as well. So um, definitely you've had a pretty good circle. Oh, yes, ma'am. I, I don't even know how old I was when Hope came over here, but Hope lived, I, Hope went to Magnus State University, and um, she lived over here for like six years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long ago that was, but um, the horse that, you know, a lot of people are know from Hope 8-Track mm-hmm. um, actually came from my dad, and so, you know, we just go in full circle, um, you know, when she left and went to Larry D's, and I was kind of growing up, we only heard from her every now and then, you know, because different schedules, obviously. But now mm-hmm. that I'm out there at the reopens all the time, I see Hope all the time. And um, she's one of my really good friends and a very good, you know, she's like family. Mm-hmm. So, yes, ma'am. No, and definitely A-Track was such a great horse for Hope. Um, I, yeah, I remember your, that she did buy him from your dad way back when. Um, and that horse was phenomenal. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, well... Yeah. Um, so now let's kind of get into it. And on this podcast, I love doing it. It's called the breakdown for a reason. Um, what is something that you've personally been breaking down, whether it's within your roping, um, just horsemanship, mental game, what's something you've been personally working on and breaking down? Um, I think angles are huge in the breakaway roping. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, horsepower is a lot too. Um, so other than, you know, making my practice runs at home, what I've really been doing is my, my good horse Tonka, mm-hmm. when I first got him, um, he wanted to break a little wide and he ran a little free. And so we've been working on that a bunch, but here lately, and I said, he's been doing so good. I almost never run a calf on, on him at home, mm-hmm. um, but he gets saddled and we get, he's a score on him every day. Um, make sure he's standing dead still on the, like dead, dead still, not jumping the gates. And I do a lot of drills um, with him, like making him move off of my feet, getting into the pen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I when we leave the leave the box, I cross him over in front of the chute because I, I want to make sure he left hips the calf. And then I take him back and, like, um, 
make him move back like side pass to the right because I want him to like follow the calves back wherever they go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's been huge because not only has it helped, you know, our angles in the breakaway roping, but it's helps the way he rides around. And I think we have a better relationship, but like it's anyone that comes over here, I'm sure they're thinking, what in the heck is this girl doing? Like, why are we scoring <laughs> 15 calves and trotting in the pen? Like, it's probably the most boring thing to watch, but my dad always says, like when he explains it to people, he's like, it's, it's like flanking and tying for the calf ropers, but for the mm-hmm. breakaway ropers. You know, we have to do the the little stuff because, gosh dang, breakaway roping has gotten so fast. Uh-huh. And there's almost no room for any error if you want to check. Like, it is crazy how tough it is. Yeah. No, I would 100% have to agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that split second, whether it's, you know, something in the box or just leaving or that is make it or break it for breakaway ropers. Yes, ma'am. I, I definitely, definitely agree. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, everything's so fast. You have to be on point. And you're so young coming into this major breakthrough for breakaway ropers. How great is that that you get to experience all of this as you're coming into it? It's... You know, like I said, I felt like I've kind of come up with the explosion of breakaway roping. But even before that, um, back when my dad was still going to the UPRs and stuff, and I was probably like 9 or 10 years old and roping against J.J. Hampton mm-hmm. and Jackie Crawford and all of them at the amateur radios, you know, not winning very much because I'm a 10-year-old. <laughs> and they're uh, however many times world champion the WPRA, you know. And so I kind of brought, like, have got brought with them mm-hmm. my whole life and so it it's definitely I think it's definitely been an advantage because um I definitely I've had to learn how to not rope for the result you mm-hmm. know just rope and do as best as I can do and you know then the result it, it's a good outcome mm-hmm. and so I've definitely had to learn that and you know I love I love how big the sport is getting um you know I'm pretty pumped for the two million dollars of the American this year mm-hmm and um you know it's just like we're into houston we're into fort worth we're into san Antonio. you know hopefully one day the thomas and night but it's 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 so cool to see the growth of the sport and it's 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 on it's like it's an honor for me to be able to be known with it Mm -hmm. and so i really really like that yeah and it's cool too because i mean there's obviously a lot of those women that have helped pave the way for this sport that aren't around anymore or are you know can't physically compete anymore but you still do have the larry d's and the jj's and those veterans that are still out there doing this with you guys as it's booming um and that's incredible to see that and like you said just to be able to grow up with them already have having competing um against them at a young age and now you get to compete to get them against them at that professional level it's, yes, ma'am. it's amazing. And, and you know, now I have a really a pretty good relationship with most of them, and that, mm-hmm. that always helps. Yeah, so what is, I mean, like you said, you grew up with a lot of them, um, and I know a lot of girls, it, it could be intimidating. It's almost like that saying, it's like when your idols become your rivals, like you're competing against them, not saying we're all rivals, we're all, you know, the, the community is so tight-knit, we're everyone's friends. Um, but looking at that saying, it's like you you are friends with them like what is something a lot of girls are intimidated by a lot of these bigger names um what kind of you know what should girls do um like going up and seeing jackie larry d hope 
you, I mean, you guys are all big names now. You know, I definitely think that, you know, a lot of people are intimidated and Mm -hmm. I I don't think they should be because, you know, no matter what, we're all, we're all humans and we Mm -hmm. all make mistakes. I can tell you right now, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. (laughs) And, um, everyone has bad days and they're not fun. They are not fun, but you know, it's part of the process. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to be a, you know, a big name, a Jackie, or, or, you know, the person you're look up, you are looking up to, mm-hmm. you got to have the bad days. You have to go through it, but don't be intimidated. You know, if anything, talk to them and learn from them mm-hmm. because you, you can always learn something. And, you know, you, you learn a lot by, by watching mm-hmm. and listening. I, I really like, like I pick up a lot of things from different people just watching, mm-hmm. even if I'm not even involved in what they're doing, if just watching and you pick it up, and you know, and you might see something that you do like, and you might see something that you don't like, and then just take what you do like and incorporate it into your own. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it, you know, definitely shouldn't be intimidated. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely reach out. I mean, everyone, everyone in this game is out to help each other. I feel like. Yes, ma'am. Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC helps keep horses' bodies in the best shape possible when competing and going down the road. The amino acids in Equinity products help horses both at home and on the road. Horses recover faster and overall have healthier coat and hoof quality. Equinity products are a go-to for a solid supplement foundation for all horses at any stage of life, no matter what their job is. Equinity Horse XL is made up of 100% pure amino acids specifically formulated to give the body what it needs in order to promote repair at the cellular level. The Equinity Ultimate OEC is a flaxseed-based omega-3 with natural vitamin E and colloidal silver all-in-one, which makes for a very powerful antioxidant, helps neutralize free radicals, and helps to reduce inflammation. For more information, please visit www.teamequinity.com. That is www.teamequinity.com. Your horsepower. I know Tonka is exceptional. I love that horse so much. Um, kind of where did he come from? Um, my dad actually, um, found him, Wyatt Mugley mm-hmm. started and trained him, and then we, we were wanting to buy him from, from Wyatt, we tried to buy this horse for like four years, actually, <laughs> Oh man. and, uh, something fell through, and he's, they sold him to some family friends of theirs, and then we were actually at a school, my dad was doing a school at, um, I think it's, ASU or the school in Arkansas, the college in Arkansas. I can't remember mm-hmm. the um, the name of it, but he rode over to the fence and to my mom and was like, "Wendy, I have got, I've got to to ask this girl where this horse came from." And she he went over there and he asked her and he was like, "She was like, Mr. J, you tried to buy this horse last year. Why <laughs> told me?" And he's like, "Oh my gosh!" So we stayed on them for like a year and a half and then we finally got him. And um, I'm not going to lie, we had some, we had some trial and error that we had to go through, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it's all a, a partnership with your horse and, um, you know, just getting that feel, you have to get the feel for them and they have to get the feel for you. But um, he definitely, I don't know exactly what we did to, you know, 
to make him who he is mm-hmm. now, but he, he's been extremely um, important in my success. Yeah, that you and that horse are such a team. It is really fun to watch you two go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I know you were riding him in Las Vegas, um, where you had a big chance to win big. Um, and I, you know, in those progressive rounds, you made a complete stellar run, which you didn't even have to go out and do because you were already seated into the final round. Um, what was, you know, with, when the pressure's on like that, especially when you already know you're advanced, how, you know, what are, what are the motions you go through? You know, in the in the the women's finals that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I was the number one seed, so I was seated into the very final round. And you know, they gave us the opportunity to rope through the preliminary rounds and the semifinal round. What you're talking about, and mm-hmm. I, um, I, you know, my dad and I were just like, do make your runs. You know, if you get money, good. If not, at least you're getting a feel behind the barrier. And so I actually it went really good the first four runs, and um, you know, I got a pretty good feel. For the barrier I felt like and um came down to the final round and you know honestly I just dropped the ball I should mm-hmm. not have um I wasn't nervous I felt like we were you know here for a reason it's been going good all week and it just didn't go my way mm-hmm. that day and you know I'm hoping that maybe it will go my way for at the American or <laughs> <laughs> we're just saving it that's what I'm yeah you're just saving it for the bigger earning rodeo <laughs> But uh, the women's finals was great, man. I, I thought they did a great job showcasing all the ladies. And, you know, Madison Othier is just a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's one of my best friends, and her and that horse never fails. You know, she had heck at the beginning of the week. We were kind of yeah. opposite. She had heck, and she pulled through with the last year. You know, Larry D, and, you know, congrats to Shelby. I'm sure that $20,000 bonus was great for her. And mm-hmm. um, But, you know, it just was cool to be a part of, and, you know, I – they did a special on me on CBS. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's really cool to be involved and the WCRA does a great job. Yeah, no. And I, th- I thought that was stellar. You guys all, every time, pretty much every time you guys back in the box, you guys pretty usually have stellar performances. Um, but it's great. I love that you explain like not everyone has stellar performances every single time. Oh, I wish, I wish it was like yeah. that, but it's not. <laughs> I tell you, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you, you know, when you are off, what, can you usually pinpoint the the problems you're having or, you know, how, how are your off days? Um, you know, for the most part, especially with the team that, you know, that helps me and stuff, we pretty much can pinpoint where it's coming from, but just sometimes it's not your day. Yeah. And, um, but the biggest thing is, you know, I gave myself. I usually give myself about five to 10 minutes, but for 60,000, I gave myself a little bit longer than that. (laughs) Um, We had the rest of the night, but you know, after that, you just, you just got to shake it off. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can't let it affect, because if you let it affect you, then your next round, you're, you're not going to win the money because you're affected by it. Mm -hmm. So you just have to shake it up. You have to pinpoint the problem. You know, what, what do I need to do better? Okay. Well, that's over with. So let's do it better this time. Mm -hmm. So, it's not everyone's day all the time, and I wish it was. That would be great, but then no one would, <laughs> no one would enter because everybody would, you know. But yeah, it's just um, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, and like you said, you you have your days, um, but you're also 
I love that you're explaining all this because a lot of girls, I feel like it's hard for anyone to get past those those bad days. Um, and that is why you're one of our awesome coaches on the breakawayroping.com site um, with your mental game and your roping. Um, kind of talk about, I want to talk about that, like your partnership with our video platform, the breakawayroping.com. Um, and what girls can gain just from that. Because there's girls like you, Larry D, Hope, Madison. All you guys are on there giving your guys' confidence tips, your roping tips, and everything. Well, the the people you just named are winners. And so a lot of people that um, you want to do what they're doing because obviously <laughs> they're winning. And um, no, but I, I mean, just like we were saying earlier, you can always learn something mm-hmm. from anything. And you might. You might watch it and be like, oh, well, I don't agree with what they're talking about. And then you learn you learn something from that because you didn't like it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but for the mo- um, all the videos I've watched and, you know, I think it is really helpful. Um, and it's just another way to, you know, get some insight on the Braveway Open, especially, you know, I like the sport. I like to watch the horses and I like to watch people rope and, you know, the different, because everyone has their own style to it. And, and it's cool to just, to just watch. So if that's something that you're into, then I, I mm-hmm. definitely think that. Uh, breakaway.com would be um, good for you yeah and you just said everyone has their own style what is your style like can you explain your style of roping what i what i'm trying to make it is you know just making my run every time you Mm -hmm. know i'm i'm not a bomber Mm -hmm. um i definitely try to just make make my run every time and i don't really know how else to explain that but just try to stay around the barrier and, and rope the calf whenever I get to the spot that I feel is comfortable for me and, you know, for my horse. But I'm um, trying to be consistent and, you know, knowing when when the throw isn't there to win first. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's huge. Like, you have to know, I can't win first right here. Let me just make a good run, stay in the average, or, or if it's not an average rope, and I'm, I'm keeping my horse good for the next, for when I do run a good calf. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yes, ma'am. Gotcha. Well, what, you know, like for me, when I'm roping, like I lose my confidence trying to be fast. Like when I know I need to, if a girl's like too flat and I need to just launch it out there, like I like to swing over them a few times. Like what, what are some tips or what's something that you do to like push past that and being able to feel committed enough to let go of your rope when money's up? You know, the breakaway roping is so big now, like we've been saying. I don't think the people who win in the breakaway roping are who can throw their rope the farthest. Mm -hmm. I think it's who can get their horse to the barrier and to the calf the fastest, Mm -hmm. you know, with the least amount of time. So, like, that's where I said all those angles come in because you're always – it's kind of like the barrel racing in a sense. Like, you're wanting to cut out time with your horse. And so – but fundamentally – I would say getting to the front is huge because if if you're in the back of the saddle, then you have no option. Mm -hmm. So as fast as you can get your horse and you in position, you know, just making your run. If you don't feel like you can be too flat, don't be too flat, be too four. Yeah. You know, and the biggest thing is, honestly, don't worry about the clock. Mm -hmm. That's the the secretary's job, you know. Daytime, you are there to just rope your calf because it's going to work when it's your time. Yeah. No, I love that. That's that's a great explanation of that. Um, and so going forward, um, you know, obviously we're done with the Women's Rodeo World Championships. Um, you just finished up in Waco at the World Finals. What's next for you? Um, right now, currently, I'm, I'm trying to get into some of the building rodeos. 
in the winter because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm, I wasn't in the 2021 World Standings because I didn't have my cord bolt, and that's mm-hmm. where they used, they take most of the um, contestants out of. And so I think there's one or two priorities left for me to go to Odessa and um, somewhere else I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll add a little bit more for me to try to get up in the 2022 standings to get into, like, the San Antonio or the Houston. Mm-hmm. But um, the next – you know, Vegas is huge. Vegas, I have a lot of junior ropings out there, um, a lot of money to be won. Um, the first roping I go to on December 2nd pays $25,000. So that just, cool. I mean, that just um, goes to show how much money there is all week. I actually rope 11 days in Vegas um, between all the ropings and, and stuff like that. But hopefully after Vegas, we get to recoup a little bit at the house, <laughs> you know, give the horses a break for a second and then right back at them. But um, the Americans pretty big. Mm-hmm. It's highlighted on my calendar. <laughs> um, I actually, I'm actually seated into the American from winning the junior NFR. Oh wow! So, yes, yes, ma'am. I, and I'm eligible for the two million. So perfect. That's huge. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, there's a ton of money to be won in the next few months. It's it's outrageous. <laughs> It's it's crazy how just in in general how much money there is in the breakaway open. Yeah, and I can't. That's what I don't think people are realizing too. Like, yeah, these girls top fifteen are going to Las Vegas for the national finals of breakaway roping, but there's so much more that breakaway ropers, whether they're inside the top fifteen or outside the top fifteen, that they're going to be running for a ton of money those two weeks in Vegas. Yes, ma'am. Which is. It's crazy. That's because usually, you know, when people think Las Vegas, it's the NFR or they think of um, the area world series of team roping finale. They don't really think about the other jackpots that are around. So that's what I think people really need to put breakaway roping on their radar. <laughs> Cause Honestly, it's, it's blowing, it's blowing everyone away. <laughs> it is there. There's so much stuff out there. Like, like I said, I rope 11 days out there. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes more than one rope in a day. Too. I oh. run a bunch of kids out there, and there's there's so much money between all the junior ropings and stuff. You know, I'm actually glad that I'm um, still 18, so mm-hmm. I get to rope in the junior ropings and stuff before they kick me out. But um, <laughs> yeah, you get that little extra fun stuff. I that, do. I get that to all double of us dip. old old people don't. <laughs> <laughs> I get to double dip a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Try to try to stay as young as you can <laughs> for as know, long as you okay. can. Like, can we press pause? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your parents would love that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, are you going to have time between all of your events in Vegas to go watch the national finals or? Um, the you... breakaway? Yeah, the breakaway. I think I'll I think I'll get to go the second day. Gotcha. Yes. The first day I don't, I open the Mike Johnson's. Okay. But the second day, I think I'll get to sneak away and go over there. Can we have an inside? Who are who are your bets on? Oh gosh, I don't know. Shelby Shelby's been roping pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. Going in number one in the world, I'm sure it's a you know it's a confidence booster as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jackie and Lady they always rope solid and they're winners. Martha Angelone's a winner too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know. I haven't looked at the numbers much, and I really don't even know how much the rounds pay or the average. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think it'll be good watching. It's going to be fun watching. There's a, I mean, they're top fifteen for a reason. Um, that's what I've. 
I like putting people on the spot like that because I wouldn't have an answer like you. Like, there's there's no telling. Everyone, if they're on, it's game on for anyone. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well. Definitely whoever has their, their two days, whoever's day yeah. it is. Ten rounds. Two days, ten rounds. It's going to be some fun watching. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, well, Josie, I sure appreciate it. I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Um, and I can't wait to see these next few months what you're going to accomplish. Because that, you have a ton of roping uh, just in the next few months and a ton of money to be won. And uh, if you have a year like you did this year, I think you're going to be on point. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I uh, enjoyed talking to you. And I'm sure I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Thank you again to Josie Connor for joining me on the Breakaway Breakdown podcast. And thank you to our awesome friends at Equinity. I hope you guys check them out and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget, go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, tell your friends, leave us a rating and review. It helps people find our episodes on our podcast and it also helps us know what you guys are liking or not liking so tell us do you like this episode who do you want to hear on the next episode and more i look forward to talking to you guys soon